God reveals his love to us in small ways every day. Time Change Part 4. Thank you for joining Brothers of the Word because, brother, you need the Word. We welcome all of you joining us by television and those of you joining online at brothersoftheword.com or social media. So delighted to have you to tune in and join us on this wonderful, wonderful day. I would like to share just a little humor. After the christening of his baby brother in church, Jason sobbed all the way home in the back seat of the car. His father asked him three times what was wrong. Finally, the boy replied, that preacher said he wanted us brought up in a Christian home, and I wanted to stay with you guys. Praise God. Well, we are doing part four of a series entitled Purpose, Time, Change. Purpose, Time, Change. And so we have done a session on each of these, Purpose, Time, and Change. And so we're doing part four of this series, and this is actually part two of that last uh, item there, Change, Change, Change. And so we talked about a scripture rather over in... 2 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 18 says that, but we all with open face beholding as in a glass or mirror the glory of the Lord are changed into the same image from glory to glory even as by the Spirit of the Lord. So notice that as we encounter God's word as we behold the Lord in his word, we are changed into that same image. And so the epistle of James actually talks about the fact that the Bible is a mirror and we're able to look into that mirror and we're able to see the reflection of ourselves as measured by the word and so we can see what we need to change and so it's just like if you looked in your mirror and you saw cotton in your hair you would change that before leaving the house hopefully hopefully you would change that (laughs) and so that's what the epistle of James talks about he said if you looked in the mirror and you saw something that was off kilter you would change it before you would leave and he said So why do we as Christians look into the mirror of God's word and we can see things that are off kilter in our lives and yet we refuse to change it? It's just as silly as leaving cotton in your hair, looking in the mirror and you going on about your day. And so God is always moving us, changing us for the better. God is always changing us into his image. He's always changing. We're conformed to the image of Christ. We're conformed to the image of his word. And so we're conformed to his glory. And so God's always moving us, moving our lives along to change us for the better. And so we're talking about change. Chris Hogan, just a little review. Chris Hogan said, he says, where you are right now is an opportunity for a new start and a better finish. 
So be open to change. Have the right attitude toward change. You can't have growth without change. And we said that you're never too good to get better. You're never too good to get better. So change is personal. And we said, I need to change. Say that again. I need to change. Change is personal. I need to change. I need to change. Change is possible. I am able to change. Say that with me. I am able to change. It's possible. I am able to change. And change is profitable. Say, I am rewarded by change. I am rewarded by change. So when we make positive changes in our lives, it's profitable to our lives. We're rewarded. Good things happen when we change ourselves for the better. Good things happen when we change ourselves for the better. I like something I read. This is actually engraved on the tombstone of an Anglican bishop in Westminster Abbey. And he says, when I was a young man, I wanted to change the world. I found it was difficult to change the world, so I tried to change my nation. When I found I couldn't change the nation, I began to focus on my town. I couldn't change the town, and as an older man, I tried to change my family. Now, as an old man, I realize the only thing I can change is myself. And suddenly, I realize that if long ago I had changed myself, I could have made an impact on my family. My family and I could have made an impact on our town. Their impact could have changed the nation, and I could indeed have changed the world. And so when we change ourselves, when we change ourselves, we actually make ourselves more valuable to other people. So when you make positive change, when you become better, you are now of more value to others because you are better. So when you become better, you're able to add more value to others. And so you actually affect the world when you change yourself because your impact becomes greater. Your effectiveness is greater when you change yourself. So when you become better, you make a bigger impact. You make a stronger impact. You begin to affect those around you. And you can ultimately change the world just by you becoming better. You're able to add more value. So when we become better ourselves, we're able to add more value to other people because we're able to offer them a better quality. We're able to offer them more. So when we change ourselves, it actually blesses others. It actually blesses others when we change ourselves. Tom Ziegler said, he said, we all have a choice to do something now to make ourselves better. We all have a choice to do something now to make ourselves better. And this is a question I want you to ask yourself. What am I going to change to make my life better this year? What am I going to change to make my life better this year? What am I going to change to make my life better this year? I want to give you seven ways to improve your life, seven ways to improve your life. Number one, read your Bible and pray daily. 
And not only pray daily, but pray throughout the day. So read your Bible, pray daily and throughout the day. Start a journal. Start a journal. Write down what you learn in your time in God's Word and your time with God. And so in other words, you want to live a life with praise. You want to live a life of gratitude. Your attitudes and your thoughts should constantly be changing for the better. And the way your attitudes and your thoughts change for the better is by spending time with God. It's by spending time in his word because then our lives will begin to reflect the attitudes of God's word and the attitudes of his nature and the attitudes of his character. Remember I said that if you walk with God, change is inevitable. It's inevitable. If you walk with God, change is inevitable because you're walking with perfection. You're walking with pure holiness, and it changes your life. It changes your life. So to walk with God, man, is to change your life. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 23 says, be renewed in the spirit of your minds. Be renewed in the spirit of your minds. So we are renewed in the spirit of our minds by reading God's word and studying God's word and spending time in prayer. That renews the spirit of our minds. Be renewed in the spirit of your minds. Ephesians 4 23. And of course, Romans 12 2 says, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed or changed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. And so we change our lives by renewing our minds. We're changed by the renewing of our minds. And so we begin to renew our minds, spending time with God and in his word. Man, we begin to receive his love And, you know, when you start receiving his love on a daily basis, oh, you just grow in your love with him and you start looking forward to your time with him and you receive his love and you just love being with him, just hanging out with him. And so there's love that's released when we spend time. So it not only renews your mind, but something is released in your life and it's God's manifestation of his love is released in our lives. And I've learned, I really don't even know what prompted me to start doing this, but I started looking for manifestations of God's love every day in my life. And I came to the conclusion that God reveals his love to us in small ways every day. But if you're not conscious of it or if you're not on the lookout for it, sometimes you don't recognize it and you pass right over it. But there are small ways every day that God shows you his love in tangible forms or sometimes even in intangible forms. You know, it could be you feeling his presence. But in I have seen it manifested over and over and over that he'll do it in tangible ways. He'll show you manifestations of his love. And it is so wonderful. And it gets to the point where you start looking for it. You start expecting it. And it happens every day without fail. I was at a Whole Foods. This was probably about a week ago. And while I was in Whole Foods, I decided to fix my mother a dinner. I said my mother would enjoy a nice, delicious dinner since they have a nice hot bar at most Whole Foods. And so I went to the hot bar to fix her a plate. And the guy had just 
one of the workers had just cleaned it off. And I said, are you bringing food back out? He said, no, the bar closes at 2, and we doesn't open again until 4. And I looked at my watch, it was 2 o'clock. I said, oh, my goodness. And I was so dejected. I said, oh, man, I really wanted to get my mother dinner here. And it was just a perfect setup, and I was just so dejected. So I kind of dropped my head, and I was walking away. And as I was walking away, I saw a plate kind of pushed back to the back, and it was under a heat lamp. And I was kind of curious, and I walked over to it and grabbed it. It was a full dinner prepared, and it was sitting back under a heat lamp. And I grabbed it, and it was red hot. And I looked at it, and it was salmon. It was green beans. It was roasted potatoes. And it had all of these wonderful trimmings. And I said, oh, Father, thank you so much. I knew. I said, God, you fixed that plate. God fixed my mother's plate and hid it under a heat lamp and kept it there just for me. God did that. God did that. That was a manifestation of his love. And I knew God winked at me. He winked at me. That's what I mean. There are small manifestations that God will show you of his love on a daily basis. I've been seeing it and experiencing it without fail. Every day God shows you, he expresses his love to you in small ways. But if you're not conscious of his love or if you're not aware of it, you will pass right over it and you will miss it. But there are special little things that God does for you on a daily basis. God fixed my mother a plate. He fixed my mother a plate, had it hot and reserved and hidden. He didn't hide it from me. He hid it for me. It was a manifestation of his love. And when I got to my mother's house, my mother said, I'm finna get into this right now. She tore the top off of that plate, man, and she went to work. (laughs) And I felt so good. I felt so good. I said, oh, man, it was a manifestation of God's love. God fixed my mother a plate and reserved it for her, put it even under a heat lamp. And it was the only plate there. Because the guy had taken all the food. God had already fixed her a plate. Isn't that awesome? God is God loves us that much. God loves us that much that he'll reveal his love to you in small, meaningful, significant ways throughout your day. But you have to be conscious. You have to be aware of them. You have to be looking for them and expecting them. And God will drop it in. I begin to ask the Lord. I said, Lord. You know, I said, I don't know how I started coming to look for these little manifestations of your love. I said, are there any scriptures that back this up? Because I've been telling people that you will do these little manifestations of love, and I don't want to just be telling people that, and, and there's no scripture to back it. I said, is there any scripture to back that up? And, you know, when I thought for a minute and began to just kind of search through the files, the memory files of my mind and spirit, of course there are scriptures for it. Of course, he said, you're seated in heaven places with Christ Jesus so that I can show you the riches of my grace. It's a show. He shows you. That means manifested appearance. I can show you the exceeding riches of my grace in my kindness towards you. Of course, I'm showing you the riches of my grace in my kindness towards you. It's a show, manifested appearance. So that was one I thought about. Then I thought about the scripture over, I can't remember if it's Psalms or Proverbs, but it says he shows us, the psalmist says, Lord, you show me your marvelous kindness in a strong city. 
You show me your marvelous kindness in a strong city. You show me your marvelous kindness. Then I thought about this one. This is the best one of all. Jesus himself said in the Gospel of John, he says, if you will keep my word and if you will love one another as I've loved you, he says, God will love you. I will love you. We'll come and make our boat with you. And then he says this. This is the part I love. And he says, I will manifest myself to you. Oh, that did it right there. That did it. I was done. I said, I see it clearly. Jesus manifests. Of course he manifests himself. He manifests his grace to you, his love to you. He manifests that. And so these little miracles that I'm talking about is nothing but Jesus manifesting his presence, manifesting his love, manifesting his grace. So the scriptures are full of manifested love and grace on a daily basis. Now that's a bonus. That didn't have anything to do with change, but I gave y'all that as a bonus. That's a bonus. That's a bonus. That's a bonus. <laughs> well, you know, it does have to do with change because that's number one is spending time with him, spending time with him and receiving his love. It changes your life. It changes your life. And when God shows you these little signs of love, when he manifests these little miracles of love during your day, it fills you up and overflows you. And now it makes you want to reciprocate that love, not only back to him, but then you start looking for others to show that love to. You start looking for others to show that love because you yourself have received that love from him. And it's so overwhelming. It makes you seek others to share that love with. So God will manifest his love to you and then you in turn will begin manifesting his love to others through you. And oh man, that's a beautiful thing. But it changes your life, changes you to a love person. It changes you to a love person. So spending time in the word and spending time in prayer, spending time in relationship with God, it changes your life. And that's the first way to improve your life. It changes your life. Number two, second way to improve your life is to read more, read more, read more. Reading exposes you to new ideas, exposes you to inspiration. It enlarges your capacity. It enlarges your knowledge, increases your knowledge. It expands your vocabulary, gives your vocabulary expansion. It improves your memory. It gives you stronger thinking, analytical skills. You have improved focus, better writing skills. So reading more is powerful. In fact, probably, I don't know, maybe a year ago, I went and got a notebook, and I call it my learning notebook. So every time I'm reading or just going about my day, I always write in that notebook what I learned, what I learned for that day. And it's becoming a powerful treasure because everything I learn, whether it's a good story or a joke or an insight or a principle, I write it down and I catalog it now in my learning notebook. And it's becoming a powerful resource because now I can look back through it and I see the powerful lessons and the powerful moments of truth, the powerful principles that changed my life, the powerful insights, the powerful revelation. It changes your thinking. It expands your capacity. It changes your life. So reading changes your life. I like something that Mike Murdoch said. 
Mike Murdoch said the difference between today and your future is information. If you don't learn anything new today, tomorrow will be just like today. This means that you won't have a future, just a longer day. Just a longer day. Your future is in your discovery. You should learn something new every day. You should learn something new every day. In this modern world we lived in now is filled with so many avenues to learn something new whether it's through YouTube videos. Oh, man, you can learn. You know, you can just take full seminars on YouTube now, full courses. I literally watch some teaching every day on YouTube, on Instagram. I'm following powerful thinkers, and so I'm always grabbing nuggets. I'm always learning. I'm always trying to learn. I'm always trying to add to my knowledge base, and so... There are podcasts. I'm subscribed to probably 15 different podcasters. And so I'm always listening. I'm always learning. So if I'm driving or if I'm working out, I'm always adding information. I'm always gathering knowledge because knowledge is the key to change your life. Knowledge is the key to change your life. It gives you inspiration and it gives you information and it fuels your growth and it causes an ex. Explosion of excitement and change into your life. So you should learn something new every day. You can even listen to audio books, audio books. So if you don't like reading, get it on audio book. You know, the Bible even says you can listen to audio books. I said the Bible even says you can listen to audio books. Would you all like to know where that is? Listen. <laughs> The Bible says that you can listen to audiobooks. Listen to this. This is Proverbs chapter 1, verse 5. Listen what it says. A wise man will hear. That's audio. A wise <laughs> Listen to this. A wise man will hear and will increase learning. The Bible is saying, listen to audiobooks. That's in the Bible. I found it. I said, that's good, Holy Spirit. I didn't know that was in the Bible. A wise man will hear and will increase learning. I need to send that scripture to the Audible company. That's an Amazon company. I need to send that to Audible. Let them know that your business is actually in the Bible. A wise man will hear and increase learning. Wise man will hear and increase learning. And a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsels. Proverbs 9.9 9 says... Give instruction to a wise man and he will be yet wiser. Teach a just man and he will increase in learning. Zig Ziglar said, he said, you have to feed your mind daily with the good, clean, pure, powerful, and positive. No matter how good you are or how smart you are, you can always learn something new. You can always learn something new. Your life is limited to the knowledge in your mind. And if you don't know better, you can't do better. Your life is limited to the knowledge in your mind. If you don't know better, you can't do better. And so read more, read more, read more is the second tip to improve your life. Read more. Man, I'm almost out of time. 
I'll give you this one and then we'll pick up later. The third tip to improve your life is to adopt good health habits. That's a great tip to improve your life. Adopt good health habits like exercising daily, eating nutritious food, eating healthy, uh, getting enough sleep. Adopt good health habits. Adopt good health habits. I'm going to do a session in the next series on that. So I won't go into it too much now, but that's a wonderful way to improve your life. What can you do? What can you do? How can you win the day where your health is concerned? Ask that question every day. How can I win today where my health is concerned? What can I do? What can I do to better my health? What can I do to better my energy? What can I do? Because keep in mind, when you improve yourself, when you become better you become more valuable to others. So it's not just about you because when you feel good and when you're strong and when you have great health, now you can be of greater service to others. You can do more. You can be a greater blessing. But if you're broken down and if you're sick and if you don't have the energy, it's not really much you can offer others. And so it's all about becoming better so that we can offer greater value to others. When you feel good, now you can cheer someone else's day. Now you can cheer somebody else's day. You can make someone else's day. About a week ago, I drove around to three or four different houses and I was delivering produce, delivering fruit and vegetables and juice to people who were kind of under the weather. But I couldn't have done that if I was sick myself. But because I had good health habits, I was able to be of greater value to those that needed it at that time. And so when we have good health habits, makes you better. Now you're of greater value to others. Praise God. So that's what it's all about. God wants us to change our lives so that we can become better and of greater value to others. Praise God. Praise God. Give the Lord a hand clap for his word. I'm going to stop right there. I'll stop right there. I'll stop right there. Amen. I got a few more tips to help you to improve your life. We just got to three of them, but I got several more. I also have a list of about 10 things that successful people do every day. So we'll share that list as well. So don't miss a session. Praise God. We're having fun. We're having fun. Those of you who are watching us by television, I want you to go to brothersoftheword.com. You can listen to this series in its entirety, Purpose time change absolutely free of charge you can also email it to a friend but thank you so much for joining us today at brothers of the word because brother you need the word you are listening to brothers of the word.com this was part four of the series titled purpose time change by c elijah bronner this message is number 7896 that's 7896 to listen to thousands of free messages or to send this message number 7896 to a friend go to brothers of the word.com if this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to help support this ministry go to i want to give.com that's i want to give.com Listen to brothersoftheword.com often because, brother, you need the word. Oh,